0: A reading from the book of Exodus. When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants changed their minds about them. They exclaimed, What have we done? Why, we have released Israel from our service. So Pharaoh made his chariots ready and mustered his soldiers, 600 first-class chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with warriors on all of them. So obstinate had the Lord made Pharaoh that he pursued the children of Israel even while they were marching away in triumph. The Egyptians then pursued them. Pharaoh's whole army, his horses, chariots, and charioteers caught up with them as they lay camp by the sea at Pithra in front of Baal-Zephon. Pharaoh was already near then when the children of Israel looked up and saw that the Egyptians were on the march in pursuit of them. In great fright, they cried out to the Lord, and they complained to Moses, were there no burial places in Egypt, that you had to bring us out here to die in the desert? Why did you do this to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you this in Egypt when we said, leave us alone? let us serve the Egyptians. Far better for us to be the slaves of the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses answered the people, fear not, stand your ground, and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. And you, lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the children of Israel may pass through it on dry land. But I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory from Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers.
1: Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, "'Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you.' He said to them in reply, "'An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign.' But no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment, the the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. (laughs) And there is something greater than Solomon here. (laughs) We're celebrating today a votive mass of the Holy Spirit. The regular way that we experience the works of God in our lives is in the spiritual life. And often, sometimes it's said that most people won't... uh, most and we're talking about Christians (laughs) more but most people won't approach contemplation I that I think it's a theological opinion it's not because our Lord himself tells us that we are to love with all our heart mind soul and strength and this must be possible if the church tells us that plenary indulgences are possible and the language of a plenary indulgence is, is so stale uh, if I can say so myself <laughs> um, that uh, what what's the point so our when we say for plenary indulgence we have to uh, repent as our Lord says that's how he begins his ministry repent the kingdom of heaven is at hand just as John the Baptist had and that we say that we must be detached from all sin whatsoever, not just mortal sin, but venial sin as well. And we look at that, if we're honest with ourselves, and say, oh, this is impossible. (laughs) But it must not be impossible because the Church proposes it and says it is possible for so many. So how do we do that? The love of God, so only through charity, the love of God being poured forth into our heart through the Spirit given us. When our Lord dies on the cross, he he dies out of a burning love and adoration for the Father. He does this while we're yet enemies, not while we're friends, while we are yet sinners, not while we are yet righteous, but he comes us, and we are baptized into that same mystery of the adoring love of the Father. Not out of any merit of our own, and the gifts of God are not given just, you know, he crowns his own gifts, yes, but we are truly unworthy. But Jesus says, if you love me, and we, we're so frail in our love, but if you love me, keep my commandments, and we do what we can. But our, those little moments that the Father, he will love us, and they will come and make their home within us. So contemplation, being with, in union with God, in a simple love, comes to us most often through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit operating in our lives allows us to see and to taste, to experience, to dwell deeply in the Word of God through his presence in our hearts, through his infused, the the gifts of the, the Spirit, uh, all of them, although we say they're seven, they're basically the different effects of the Spirit moving us in our lives. So we, we ourselves, we, have, we do what we can, but we come up to the Red Sea and the enemies of our soul, um, both of our own self, our own frailty of the world of flesh and the devil, they're coming up behind us. And finally, we say uh, we are doomed. <laughs> but our Lord gives to earnest prayer, which itself is a gift from God. You know, so even our, the desire for prayer, even uh, the desire to be with God is a gift from him that through this earnest prayer, the Lord opens up the Red Sea for us. Again, this is for no merit of our own. It is not something that we have done, and yet we have said in faith, yes, to God. We don't know where this is going, but I will lift up my hands to you in fervent prayer and you, Lord, will show it will be your power that will free us from our enemies. So this is the way of um, the faithful, that the signs given to us are our daily, our present moment, are most of all in the Most Holy Eucharist that this is the sign that we seek, that the Son of Man will dwell within the heart of the earth, that is our flesh, for three days and three nights, that is until the fullness of his life is born forth in, in us. And this is something greater The repentance which is proclaimed in the death and resurrection of our Lord, which is present in the Most Holy Eucharist, is greater than the preaching of Jonah. And the wisdom which demolishes the wisdom of this world is the humility of our Lord in the Holy Eucharist. So we wish to see signs and wonders and yet here. Is the one which triumphs over all, our Lord and the Most Holy Eucharist.